0: Previously, on Real Fantasy Encounters, Jabari al-Nadir leans over to you and he says, Keep me abreast of the students that you look into.
1: For the good of the clock.
0: I can't let a student death be on my hands again. I care about you, Rudy. Um, it's good having a study friend in class. That's a pretty intense way to phrase it, but yeah. That's what this is. We're study friends. Yeah. And you're not part of a cheating ring. No, no (laughs) cheating... You get a message, a standby, or an announcement from the Computer Appreciation Society. She closes her notebook and and she stands up and she doesn't make eye contact with you and she goes, I've gotta go. <laughs> and she leaves the table.
1: You goof,
0: son. <laughs> and like, like uh, you know, like she kind of like like stops at the entranceway, she's like hot clutching her books to her chest, and she like looks back at you for the briefest of moments mm. and then just walks out. <laughs> mm, that could have gone better.
2: <laughs>
1: Question. When the the Computer Association.
2: Computer Appreciation, Appreciation Society?
1: Yeah, that one. Mm. When that popped up with Saffron's profile, what else popped up with Saffron's profile? Just
0: that for now.
1: Just it just. And like, that's
0: actually a really good time for me to cut to you, Maja. Oh,
1: cool. Because
0: right now is your alchemy class. Mm hmm. Yeah. The professor for the alchemy class is. A teacher named Lucrezia Cortez. She's not strictly speaking an alchemy teacher. Uh-huh. Um, she is. She studied to be an occult historian, um, and she's kind of just subbing for this class. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, uh, she's and like you, you can see that she kind of has um, an amateurish approach to alchemy. It's not as practiced as um, uh, your last semester's alchemy teacher, but your last semester's alchemy teacher um, is still in hospital from an experiment gone wrong um, uh, after a few reagents reacted badly with one another, mm. um, and. She she uh, kind of like like turns around, um she's got like her hair done up in this messy messy bun with like a pencil like stuck through the end of it. She's wearing these you know, like like thick rimmed glasses, and she's desperately trying to get the mathematical algorithms correct in this in this formula, on the the electronic board in this laboratory. She turns around and she says, um okay class. Um, the task for today, according to the syllabus, uh, is to brew a, a sleeping draft.
1: According to the syllabus. Don't you love it when a teacher says that?
0: <laughs> Fuck. Um, and she, she says, a, a medicinal sleeping draft for peaceful sleep. This is going to be a difficult brew. We will need to be very careful with dosage for this one. And she returns back to the board. Um, uh, uh, Pavel comes up to you. And he goes, Maja.
1: Hey, Pavel.
0: Uh, we're going to group up in this one as well. We are a good combination.
1: Is this class in pairs? Yes, it is. <sighs> Has Bartholomew started making his way over? Because I imagine he's in this fucking class.
0: Uh, this class is taking place the same time. Same time? Okay, cool. Too easy. Cult history.
1: Yeah, then, then yeah, she... I think she's got sort of a weird camaraderie with pavel and yeah and she's like totally yeah
0: he um he goes awesome you know, together we blitz through this class you and me we are al- alchemical minds heck yeah and um uh, he, he like like starts setting up the the apparatus for distilling the the sleeping draft um uh, and he's just there and he's like okay uh do you want to be in charge of dosage
1: um, I've actually got a question about that. And then she like sticks her hand up and starts like waving uh, towards Professor Cortez.
0: Uh, professor Cortez comes over. Yeah, yeah. She goes, "Oh, um, Marsha, what can I help you with?"
1: Um, I like, t- like, I don't want to like call you out because you're totally the professor and whatnot. But like, you didn't actually mention in the equations like who it's supposed to be for because these that equation would change depending on like, you know, gender, size, and you know, age. For like, and also species. Like you, you, there there's no like you haven't equated for that. So is this like for an adult male, an adult female? like what are we talking here?
0: She refers back to the textbook briefly and uh, she goes, ah, oh, damn it, I I have some more writing to do. Um, well first we test on uh, the dummy mice. and then uh, if the dosage is correct from that, then we test on one another that procedural stuff.
1: I, uh, to go straight from, like, mice to people, you'd have to, like, change the actual recipe itself because then you've got, like, dosages and then you've got, like, alchemical components that would be totally in different measures for human and mice and then she just starts, model- like, rattling off shit.
0: She's listening. Like, she, she is very receptive to this uh, because this is not her forte.
1: Yeah, so are we, like, making two different batches or are we just making, like, like some... And she, she like, rolls her eyes and air quotes like an overall like
0: um uh, she says um we're gonna make two batches
1: okay it's like she's good. made
0: the decision there and then um uh, uh, yeah and and she she comes back to you and then she says i yes i'll write those instructions up on the board thanks marja i i'm kind of new at this
1: no my god no that's totally okay i just thought i'd like double check because you're always gonna be like so careful with these things because you know like i don't want to like kill these like little micey boys but i also don't want to like overdose or underdose us if we're doing not that i'm against personal testing that's the funnest part of science but you know i just want to make sure we don't like do anything bad
0: she nods in agreement she's like i i really appreciate the feedback. Um. Thanks, Marsha.
1: No worries.
0: And as she turns to leave, Pavel flags her down as well and says, uh, Professor, I, I need a new stipend. The money is short currently. And she turns around to him and says, Pavel, we'll talk about this later. And she returns back to the board and starts writing again.
1: And I imagine this is like taking last semester in consideration, a request Pavel has often, because he burns through money doing alchemical stuff typically, right? You've men- never
0: heard him bring it up... In class. ...before with uh, a teacher. Okay. You've heard him, like, talk about his stipend from Sunrise Group.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay, in that instance. And, yeah, I imagine they, they start getting to work, like, um, crushing up all the polstices, slicing and dicing and mincing. Yes.
0: Uh, give me a roll.
1: Okay. This
0: particular concoction is for a dummy rat.
1: Dummy rat, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to because aspects give you plus two, correct? Uh,
0: yes. If you burn a fate point to do it,
1: I am totally happy in doing that. So I'm going to use a Michelin star alchemist. Okay. Um.
0: Uh, yeah. Certainly. Um. Uh, I will. I will let you know that that like the preparation side. Mm-hmm. This. Um. This is a difficult brew. So I'm going to say that the difficulty check for this for a mouse even is five.
1: Yeah, I'm okay with that. Okay, so do that one. That's a plus two for Michelin Star Alchemist. And I mean, I feel like I'm being very careful with this. Mm-hmm. And
0: this is a uh, draft for peaceful sleep. Yeah. And um, I mean, you've heard about it before. Like it's, it is ostensibly one of the medicines that is manufactured on the reg by... Uh, your father's company. Yeah. Um, just uh, like
1: stressed out students. Yeah, yeah, like... yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's um, uh, it's not meant to put you into anything more than a restful sleep. Yeah. But the complications from that can be pretty bad.
1: Yeah, if it is brewed wrong, like you could be comatose, you could just be wired awake, or you could have a really like fitful sleep, wake up nauseated the next morning. There's a yeah. bunch of stuff that could go wrong.
2: It's literally just anesthetic you're describing.
1: <laughs> uh, I I would say it's probably more like I um like I, I think of it like a chemical version of just like like a hot milk before bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like okay. with with like a, a guarantee that you will sleep if brewed but correctly. What if
2: a hot milk could kill you if you mm. did it wrong.
0: I mean this is this is um the the art for alchemy how i envision it anyway is that alchemy can be very dangerous under certain circumstances this is a draft for peaceful sleep but there is a draft for uh, nightmarish sleep for instance uh there is a draft for sleep that you do not wake up from but yeah. that you are sleeping still. Do you
3: mean poison? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I
3: imagine they
1: would all have the same base, but mm. then the like the, the actual recipe, if you want to call it, that would branch off into different segments depending yeah, yeah, on the yeah, outcome yeah, yeah. you want.
0: And, and depending on the active ingredients. You know, that's Alchemy and medicine kind of link up.
3: Um, <laughs> if you stir this draft six times clockwise, yeah. it'll be good. But if you stir it four times counterclockwise... That's just the recipe for disaster
1: yeah yeah and
2: that's an actual alchemical thing can i also ask an important question does marja have a cauldron (laughs) or is this like a a beaker and tube setup
1: i I feel like we've established it's very beaker and tubesy like I i feel like if you're making big batches of shit there are like massive like um cooking pots i think they've just progressed Definitely, like I'd say, like a generation or two ago, still using cauldrons purely for the aesthetic. Yeah. Um, I know. I imagine there are people that still do, but Marger is very much at the front of new tech
0: there's definitely a generational um an artisanal thing as well <laughs> like like there are some people who swear by using certain equipment to pre- like to acquire certain effects within our chemical brews
1: like like brewing in like a cast iron pot as opposed mm. to like a silver one or like a pewter one like yeah. all the reactions it would have against the metal would have other things
0: pavel is on the high-tech side of this i mean he like like he, he takes out this very medical looking um uh, like like pestle system um and decanter and you know like he's it's it is it's an all-in-one and is sleek and shiny but then there are other kids in this classroom that do have beaten up ass cauldrons like some of them some of them bring in skillets like that's that's how Imprecise it can get. Someone's yeah. just
3: there with a walk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and then then there are others still where the scientific equipment more uh like they, like is kind of like a high school science room Bunsen burners and things like that. Yeah. Um,
1: I will go ahead and make that roll now though. Yes. Okay. Sweet. So minus one. That is a zero. That minuses that out. So this is a five because I have a plus four. Hell yeah.
0: That is a success. Yes. Um, uh, Pavel takes a dropper mm-hmm. and um, uh, he he goes, shh, 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 and, and pats the rat and he goes, good little mousy. And he, like, drops a little bit. And with skin-to-skin contact, mm. um, uh, this thing, like, kind of sways a little bit and then just goes dunk, and falls on its side um and he goes hell yeah we nailed yeah. it and, <laughs> and they get
1: this crisp high five yeah and, um yeah i think marja like as it's going to sleep she's got like maybe probably just the one finger because it's just a rat just like on its pulse making sure it doesn't die and it's yeah. Got, like yeah yeah a proper steady heartbeat for a rem cycle and it's, she's like taking notes the whole time.
3: Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm just imagining this tiny mouse hooked up to like EEG electrodes. It's Got like two on its head, <laughs> well, it someone on its paws.
0: It's um, yeah. The the this this mouse has been successfully put into into sleep, and the like the outside noise of the classroom does not disturb it. It it's like it's shut it out. Uh-huh. Um, and the only thing to kind of wake it up is to kind of gently tussle it awake.
1: Yeah, and, and she does. So she starts like little, giving it little scritches on the on the little rat mm. belly.
0: It squeaks Yay. and and it begins kind of like waddling uh, groggily around the, uh, the the little like cage that it's yeah. inside. And um, Pavel says, "Hell yeah, it was very good. We are S rank students, and now we move on to practicing on one another."
1: Yeah, and I think in Marja's table, she's got like the base for the the, the brew, and then she's divided it into like three different beakers because they're going to have to test it on each other. Mm. There was one that then they added extra shit in so the dosage would be right for the rat, Mm. and then she's got two others, and then one's for her, one's for Pavel, so they can allow for like height, age, weight, and gender and all that and make two different custom...
0: Can I get you to give me a roll for titration, please? Um, <laughs> another roll. Um, uh, again, the difficulty is the same. It is a five.
1: Do I have to invoke the aspect again? <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. You know, I really don't want to fuck this up. I'm burning through fate points. Don't care. I don't want to comatose myself. Mm. I really, really don't.
2: Uh,
0: around the classroom, like you actually notice that as you're preparing this brew... Um, the, like, there are, uh, students that are crying. Some of them have left the room because they've accidentally killed Kill. their rats. Yeah. Um, uh, and, uh, like, you know, um, Cortez is kind of just letting them walk out of the class. Um, give me that roll.
1: <gasps> Ooh, that's really not good. Ken. Oh, shit. Ken. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Oh, what do I need to invoke to re-roll that? Shit. Shit, that's really bad. So that's a negative one, negative two, negative three.
0: You can um, you can use your aspect
2: to re-roll.
1: I think I really... I think I would, rather than adding that.
2: Uh, Pavel can have a big nap, Connie.
1: I... We literally <laughs> just went over how this could fuck someone up hardcore. Absolutely not. I'm just going to re-roll it. That was...
2: I don't think the cool. DM is going to kill Pavel.
1: I mean, I don't... What him out of commission.
2: Accidents happen.
1: <laughs> Marge is fine with... No, no. Hey, it could be worse. That's much that's better. That's so much that's better. That's infinitely better. Okay, so that's... um. I didn't state what I'd be using with this time. It would be clever because she's divided yeah. everything and it's for us. So it's a plus three, six,
0: so that's a five. That is a five. <laughs> very good (laughs) you you managed to succeed on not killing pavel yes um
3: (laughs) when you put it like
0: that
1: (laughs) i realize i'm burning through my fate points just in classes but you are invoking such a fear of failure that i haven't felt since you
0: (laughs) (laughs) As, as you like lean over to administer the dropper um pavel goes wait what don't poison me again. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. There was, like, one time, and I had the antidote. It was fine. It was funny, but it was yeah, fine.
0: It was funny. Uh, oh,
1: oh, you should probably, like, sit down first. Uh,
0: yes, you're right. And he, like, like positions himself up on a stool, and he goes, Good night, Maja. <laughs> night, night.
1: And, and she <laughs> um, does one drop.
0: Yeah, he goes limp, like, after after a couple of moments. Um, uh, Cortez rushes over, and she goes, Oh, wait, it... It's you guys. It's
1: <laughs> and like the whole time she's had her fingers on her pulse and like watching one of the little like clocks on mm. the, on one of the iPads. She's like counting. Yeah, REM. He's in REM.
0: There are like there are students who were not allowed to do this who are now watching you and uh, for like a, a brief moment like you embody what it is to be a student council president <laughs> um uh, and people people are are amazed um uh, others still are a little put off um uh, you know like uh, they they're thinking about the future yeah um the because you know, they, if they can't if they can't do this it is demoralizing to see someone like you. Like
1: <laughs> do it, <laughs> yeah, and I think she she grabs um a bunch of different like um spices, like a bunch of because it's mentioned that Marja likes to fuck around with food and alchemy, yes, like there's you you know there's like um like cinnamon and lavender and stuff in this just just for flavor. Like it's not actually in the recipe but she's experimented enough to know that this won't fuck with it Mm. and so she grabs some of the extra spices and stuff sitting on the table and she basically makes and mixes it with some like water effectively just makes a mini popper real quick and just cracks it under his nose to wake him back up
0: yeah 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 yeah. smelling salts him awake um uh, and uh, he he wakes up and he goes oh it was pretty good sleep Power, power nap
1: Oh my God, I love those. Okay, me, 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 my turn, my turn, my turn. And she sits down and she's like, ready.
0: Yeah, he goes, okay. Was it uh, one drop or two? <laughs> <laughs> Funny, one. <It> is, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Bad joke, I know. Yeah. And, yeah. and he <laughs> drops you with it. Um, and you fall asleep. Out cold. We will now cut, <laughs>
3: <laughs> and you never wake and up again. Never wake up again. You <laughs> that new character you've been working on.
0: <laughs> we now cut to Five Rings class.
3: <laughs> uh huh.
0: And um, I also
3: need to clarify real quick. I probably didn't get that message from the Computer Association because I don't have a phone that works that way. That's fine. It's been established earlier on. That's
0: fine. That you do That's have fine. a flip phone, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, at the end of Homeroom, um, uh, Jabari points at you and he goes, you and I are together. Come on. We're going for a field trip today, Saffron. Um, uh, you, a mean, couple of
3: you mean I can't just sleep again like normal?
0: Can't sleep. Not when we're going to find your place of power.
3: Okay. Yeah. Sure. Let's uh, let's do this.
0: Um. Uh, and uh, he. <laughs> uh. Not only. Not only does he leave, Jane Doe follows. Because she is also in this class. Yes. Mm. Um. And uh, there are a couple other people. Um. Uh, that you notice. Most of the time when you're doing Five Rings stuff, you're out of the classroom. This is something that is very nature intensive. Um, uh, and today, Professor Almadier reveals something extremely personal for him, and that is his place of power on the island, a place where he can go and commune with his element. And he takes you to a distant shore of Ganymede Island to a a blast of volcanic rocks and a natural heat geyser that comes up from under them. A volcanic geyser. As like, as everyone kind of congregates on the beach, like Professor Alnadeer is just about to give the lecture when behind him, the geyser blows and blows this huge plume of vaporous steam water into the air. And he kind of just sits there and watches it for a little bit. And the guy who came in disheveled in the morning just kind of returns to a place of zen, almost. Um, he turns around and over the raging wind of this part of the, the shoreline on the beach, he yells out to the students there. He goes, um, Today we are pr- finding our places of power! And he like, like waves his arms around and he goes, this is mine. <laughs> this is, this is where I come to talk to the earth, to talk to volcanic energy. And he, he almost looks manic when, when he says it, this place gives him an extreme amount of joy. Um, and he's like, I've been coming to this place since I was about your age. Back when I was a first-year undergraduate in the program. And he turns back around to look at the geyser. Um, uh, And then briefly turns back to you and goes, We'll go find them. (laughs) I want a paper on your reasoning uh, uh, next week when we come back to class.
3: I'm going to walk up to Professor (laughs) Um.
0: So... You watch as Jane Doe just... (laughs) <laughs> she just gets the fuck out of there. It's like she she already knows. Yeah. The other students are kind of as clueless. And they kind of like shrug off one another. Some of them, you know, just aren't going to do it. <laughs> um.
3: <laughs> like I get, I get, I get Earth. I get it. I get, I get Fire. <laughs> I, I get, I get Wind. I, I get all of them. What I don't get how am I supposed to talk to nothingness?
0: The the joy in his eyes kinda runs out a little bit mm-hmm. as he as he processes this and he goes, Oh, um Saffron. I'm sorry. Um We don't get a lot of void students. If you don't want to turn in your paper at the end of the week, you you don't have to, but you should probably find somewhere that most reminds you of, of the Void, of nothingness.
3: So I could nap?
0: I suppose, if that's what helps you. Uh, he turns back around to the geyser, and he's just like, This is raw. It's elemental. And with Void, it's, it's harder to distill that. He leans in and he says, I'm, I know something bad must have happened. Something, something that makes you go there, to that place.
3: So what you're saying is, I don't have to turn this paper if I don't find anything. Or if you do. I guess I'll look around then. Um, I'd like to follow after Jane Doe if she's still sort of walking away. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, I want to know what her place of power is.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, uh, uh, as you recall, uh, yeah, just a sidebar note. Um, uh, at the end of our discussion the night previously, uh, we were talking about finding someone who could also travel to the other side who would potentially be able to see Nico. Yes. You put forward Jane Doe as a candidate. Yes. I just wanted to remind you of that. Yes. You can absolutely follow Jane Doe. Um, uh,
0: like, she walks briskly off on the shoreline. She courses through the grounds of the school. Eventually, she even gets to the township of Ganymede Island, the little village where the Burger Kong and the grocery stores and tenement apartment buildings are places where the working professionals of this island live for the rest of their lives most of them and she bypasses that even um uh, she goes to uh, a place called Icarus Point you've been here before once when Lake showed you this place on the day of your grandfather's death yes it is an overlook kind of like um, uh, kind of like a make out point <laughs> or at times a suicide point uh, this place is a place of heightened emotion on on like it's it's a rocky kind of outcrop and um, there is like a, a huge dry dead oak tree that is kind of stuffed with albatross nests. Generations of the birds that flock here to make other little albatrosses. Eventually, she comes to stop at this point.
3: At that point, I will sort of... uh... Hey, so... She jumps... (laughs)
0: oh no what do you mean no um then she goes uh ah, it's not uncommon i guess this is one of those places
3: a, a place of power
0: well it's mine at least
3: i'm not sure i have what asked what's your um what's your element
0: she, um, uh, she she kind of like crosses her arms and she goes, that's kind of obvious, don't you think?
3: I'm going to say wind?
0: She shakes her head. It's void. Really? She's kind of
3: uncomfortable
0: <laughs> talking about it.
3: I didn't know there were any other void people in this class.
0: Well, there are. She turns around and she keeps, like, looking wistfully out to (laughs) sea.
3: How did you find this place? I, I don't get Void.
0: She turns back around and she says, I don't either. But something about this place... Something about this place draws me to it. And that's why I'm here. It's here when... I feel closest to it and almost like a rush you get a whiff of dead flesh like something is rotting
4: and um, buffeted
0: by the wind is a thin cloud of flies that come to hang around the old oak tree
3: this might sound crazy but you don't happen to see uh, a man cat around here at all
0: you're right saffron it does sound crazy Can we stop talking about this? Why?
3: Because I don't know why I'm here. Probably probably the same reason I can do this. I'm going to sit down on the ground and meditate to go into the spirit form.
0: Yeah, she sees you step out of yourself. Neko is there.
3: Ah, (laughs) seclusion. I'm guessing you're drawn to this place as well?
0: Yes. Here, the bridge between our worlds is its thinnest. Tell me, objectively speaking, what do you have on you right now? Have you brought your sword?
3: Yeah.
0: Have you brought
2: your ring?
1: Does Rudy still have it?
2: I might have forgotten to give it back to you. (laughs) (laughs) I think you might have as well. Uh, I'm sorry, man. (laughs) When
0: um, you come to this realization, Neko, he doesn't go toward you. He goes toward your body. And he leans down real close to where you are and crouches over it. And he rubs his face up against your sleeping body.
3: Are you okay there? Yes. Yes, Saffron. I yeah. would really appreciate you not do that. That's fine. You don't know what it's like to not be real. Wait, wait. What do you mean, not real? Not tangible. You're right there. I can see you. Yes. I can see you.
0: See the effects of wind. You can't see wind. But you can feel it. Mm -hmm. You can see me.
3: Does that make me real? Look, I'm not sure I can go down this existential hole at this point in time. I turn to Jane. Are you telling me you can't see this thing?
0: She shakes her head.
3: She can see me. Yes. Can I try something?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I'm, I'm saying this to her.
0: Oh, to her? Yeah. She goes, what?
3: I hold out my hand.
0: <laughs> she she doesn't know how to take this. She goes, really? What'd is you... this the most appropriate time?
3: I I just need to see if this this and I just gesture towards me is limited to just
0: you're real and she grabs your hand like i'm real
3: then what's that i point to the cat
0: it's nothing it's an oak tree and something died in it
3: i don't understand why you can't see it
0: i think neko says if you didn't want this dread you should have
3: killed Kevin Farr. And I snap to him, and I say, I didn't kill Kevin.
0: She withdraws her hand. Kevin? Um, what happened to Kevin?
3: I I don't know.
0: It's at this point, <laughs> both of you get a message on your Scorch tablet. Well, actually, one of you gets a message on your Scorch tablet. It's her. It rings out. And she pulls out her Scorch tablet, and it's a message from the Computer Appreciation Society. That is swiftly followed by your profile. She looks at it, and it is—it's—it's it's like she's having a, a collision of coincidences. That she's—that she's like what now? And she like pushes it open she's like what did you do
3: what did i i don't what do you mean what did i do the computer
0: appreciation society is about to make an announcement regarding you
3: i don't remember doing anything
0: um it's at that point that a video message appears on the phone and auto opens um uh, and there is this like imposing figure like shrouded in darkness with a bunch of other figures <laughs> they're all they're all wearing like um uh, they're all wearing like punk getups, cyberpunk getups, right um and the leader has this huge old desktop monitor on their head um and these like digital pixel eyes um that shine out of it um and you don't know like like you can tell that like, biologically, at least, it looks like a girl. But the voice that comes out of this monitor head um, is distorted and fuzzy. Um, and it says,
4: Good afternoon, normies. Ah. <laughs> it is I, your benevolent overlord, the leader of the Computer Appreciation Society. And this is a grudge match. Some of you might be aware of a dingus named Saffron Spirit Collar. Got him. <laughs> Owned. If you are not aware of this sex pervert, oh, it is no. rumored that he goes around what? and enters into the female <laughs> storms under the cloak of night. We have this on good authority from one of our members.
3: I specifically didn't go into the female ones.
2: Um, no. Uh... You literally typed on Marsha's computer. Did you go into (laughs) Marsha's? Yeah, you
4: did go into my room, yeah. Mm. Not satisfied with just our testimony. How about this?
2: And they pull
0: up flash pictures of, like, robed hands pulling up your mattress and a huge gathering of female undergarments
2: under the mattress. What? Yeah, I will also point out, like, Saito doesn't know anything you actually did. These are not, like, legitimate claims he's making. Right.
1: Saito has been stealing my underwear (laughs) to frame you. Oh, that little weasel.
0: (laughs) Um, uh, And they go,
4: We stand for justice here at the Computer Appreciation Society. So we've put a bounty on this pervert's head. The first person to dox him wins. Let the games begin. Oh, shit. oh, fuck.
3: Oh. That, I have no idea where any of that came from.
0: <laughs> Nico goes, whoa. <laughs> Someone's been selling you out.
3: I don't know who would do
0: this. <laughs> oh, I do.
1: I haven't made any enemies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this is going to suck for you, my dude. <laughs>
2: Not as much as it sucks for him right now. <laughs> You're not wrong.
0: Jane switches off her phone and she goes, "I'm out of here," and she starts walking away. Dude, wait!
3: You have to! You have to believe me. I didn't do this. Why being should I framed. believe framed.
0: Who was framing you?
3: I, I don't know. Why would I do this? I'm sure you can make up a bunch of reasons in your head, but I didn't do this. I may be crazy. I sort of look around at what's going on, but I'm not that crazy.
0: Do you want to give me an Overcome roll here?
3: Yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, How does dice rolling in this game work?
1: Also, for a person who doesn't have scorch or, like, you know, a technological sort of, like, anything, it's going to be actually pretty damn hard to dox this boy.
3: I live off the grid. Yeah. (laughs) Grandpa didn't believe in technology, <laughs> <laughs> but your parents do. Yes, I'm going to. I guess I don't know what approach to have to this. I, I guess clever, as I'm trying to explain away. I don't want to be forceful. That's, that that sounds mean, like it could be very bad. What
1: other what other approaches coming are up like? with? Quickly? Yeah, quick. I mean, like you, you're having to come up with this shit on the spot real quick, even to think on your feet.
0: Clever clever is is a good pick. Um careful is another one.
3: No, I much prefer
0: clever. <laughs> no. <laughs> um don't the, tell me the ones that are low, R. Yeah, quick. Quick is good. I Remember, think, failure is an option. <laughs> um <laughs>
3: I think I'll go with clever.
0: The difficulty um, rating for this particular role is going to be a six. Oh
3: can i try invoking uh try creating an advantage yeah try and find something that would help me uh explain this to her in a way that she would believe me something that i could i could remember or or do
0: yeah you could absolutely create an advantage and the difficulty rating for that is probably going to be a 2 okay honestly because um, you know something about her, and not a lot of others do.
3: Yeah. Yeah, okay.
0: And you could confront her with that.
3: Yeah, we'll try rolling for that. Because uh, I also have the stunt, Contemplate the Void. Yeah, okay. Which gives me one, uh, once per scene, I get an extra free invoke when creating an advantage. Okay. That's a plus one that's a plus one um and this would be clever as well to mm-hmm. try to recall that so that's a four
0: yeah yeah um, you've kind of always known that she's a ghost and that i mean the, aside from everything at this school being um uh, one degree away from normality a few more degrees probably than one degree away from normality um, uh, that, you know, like then this is also the internet. <laughs> um, <laughs> there are wilder things out there.
3: Yeah. Um, so I'm going to invoke that and say, I've known for a while that you're a spirit, a ghost. I haven't told anyone.
0: Under, under, um, under Jane Doe's character. Um, depending on who you tell about this as well, uh, you can invoke um, the aspect, you're not real.
3: Ooh,
1: That's rough.
3: Um, So now do I do the overcome with that invoke? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You've got two free invokes on this one.
3: Yes, but you can only do one invoke per roll, right? Yeah.
0: Um, the difficulty rating for this roll is now adjusted and will be a four.
3: Those cancel each other. That's not base. Mm-hmm. Those cancel each other out. Mm-hmm. Um, the clever would be a two. So that's a flat two, but it's a four. I have the free invoke. And a invoke is either a plus one or a reroll, right? Plus two. Plus
0: two. Oh, or plus Yeah. two. Yep. I'm going to just take that plus two. Yeah, yeah, Get yeah. Get yeah. that base four. <laughs> absolutely you succeed it's it's not that you convinced her but you just you just jarred her you took her off guard with that and you can see that that um, the, the apprehension of you and the accusations against you melds into one of uncertainty and fear for herself not from you but from the fact that you may have confirmed something that she's been thinking about and she says what does that mean is this and she like finally takes on a little bit of what you've been saying says is this what you're talking about you can interact with things that, that aren't there.
3: Yes. Or things that are there, but people don't know that I'm interacting with them. Who am I? That's a good question.
0: I don't I don't talk to a lot of people about myself, Saffron. Because I don't know. Jabari Al Nadir is the only thing that I have that is even close to a guardian we're not even related I don't know who my parents are I'm
3: I'm sorry to bring this up now when this has happened but I didn't know how else to get you to believe me or at least get you to talk
0: I mean this and she points to the phone I'm I don't know I don't know you sure I don't even know myself so I mean what does it matter
3: I mean it kind of matters I'm having a conversation with you you're as real as I am and I look at my body over on the ground I'm still real and you're as real as much as I hate to say it as that is I say, sort of gesturing towards Neko. You probably can't see him, but there is a weird cat right over there near my body.
0: She she says, I, I don't know if I can see it, but I can smell it. If that's what that is. I've smelled like, it around the dorm. Like death and decay?
3: Yes. Brings flies and stuff? Yes, that's it. Maybe I'd...
0: I understand it, and I think I believe it. But what is it?
3: I, I... I don't know. I was hoping to try and figure that out with... With Rudy. We're gonna talk it out with... And get Marja involved, and... Try and figure out what all this is, and what it has to do with... So do they know? Kevin's murder. Rudy knows. Kevin was murdered. Apparently. Apparently by me.
2: Oh. Whoa!
3: (laughs) (laughs) But I have no memory of doing it.
0: Why would you kill Kevin Fong?
3: I have no idea. And the cat? The cat's the one who told me I killed him. He wants me to kill him. Wants me to kill more people.
1: Fuck! You just fucking straight up telling everyone now. Shit.
3: I'm in the spirit world. No one else can hear me. It's fine. Fuck. Do you believe him? I mean, Kevin's dead. But how do you know? We found his body.
0: You, you found his body, bro. Professor well, Al-Ninia needs to know about this. More
3: like it found us. What? Yeah, he's possessing his SIM card. I just, I, <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm like gesturing wildly. I'm so lost. I'm just telling this bitch everything, huh?
3: I don't no secrets. What? You should. I'm the opposite of Rudy.
1: You were keeping them so well for so long, and then you're just like, Well, I tell one person, gotta but that's tell it. everyone. You tell
3: one person, and it all just unravels from there.
1: Usually, you tell one person, they tell everyone, not you.
3: Oh. Am I been doing this wrong? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we need to go tell Jabari about this right now. Do we? Yes.
3: But what if it puts him at risk?
0: Then it puts him at risk, he's a teacher. The members of the
3: faculty will be able to handle this. I I can't I can't I, I I wish I could but I can't. None of this is even the the biggest secret that I've been holding.
1: Bruh. I'm gonna need to like step back for. A second.
3: <laughs> I don't know if if I should
0: know anymore. This sounds dangerous, Saffron. If
3: they find out, they might kick me off the island. They might clean me.
0: She listens to that.
3: I don't want that. I know that's what it would be like coming here.
0: Alright. I'll keep this away from the faculty.
3: This sort of pent-up stress that Safra had been holding the whole time, like, sort of, you'd see physically sort of, like, slightly deflate. <sighs> okay.
0: She pulls out a tablet and she goes, "But I can't keep this away."
3: No, that's I understand. But I have a feeling this is only going to get worse before it gets better.
0: And with that, we'll flip back to you, Rudy. Yeah. Um at the end of at the end of your class, uh, nobody is doing work anymore. They are oh. just watching the feed unfold on their scorched tablets.
2: Yeah. That's so good. A
0: couple of kids even say, "I could dox this guy." I'm not even part of the appreciation society. Come on, and like, and like few of them just go off into a corner of the library and start hacking away at their phones,
2: Rudy, trying to find out as much information about you as possible. Saffron, Rudy has a crisis management plan. <laughs> oh, I'm glad somebody does.
3: My crisis management plan is to just tell everyone. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, I'm going to uh, send a text to Marja. I'd say... uh, (laughs) I'm asleep, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know this. (laughs) And say, I'm going to take Saffron to the uh, art club after class. Come visit us if you have time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm. And... uh, yeah, then uh, I'm going to step out of class, and I'm going to go find you, saffron.
0: Yeah. Um. Uh. uh as you, as you go by, um. Uh. uh Saito was waiting for you outside, mm. and he goes, "It was pretty good, wasn't it?
2: Uh, that was a burn and a half, Saito. <laughs> Absolutely, it was. But it's our little secret. Can I ask you one question? Mm-hmm. I, I mean. Maybe I don't want to peek behind the curtain too much. Did you just do the tip off? Or was the underwear already there?
0: He shrugs. (laughs) And he goes, oh, um, also, uh, you don't need to worry about Clampy.
2: No? I have that situation on the down pat. Now that's another situation. Clampy grew his missing claw back. Yeah, he did. You did that? After I put it back on. Oh.
1: <laughs> oh, no.
2: <laughs> he nods at this and says, Saito, I, I want to... You've got a cool room, man.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're going to need to turn things down, but I do want to circle background because I do have a proposition for you. Uh, you remember the whole app thing didn't work out so great. Yeah. I've been thinking more about this whole idea you know, the stuff we were tossing around with, you know, uh, radio waves, connecting to nerve systems. Mm-hmm. I think I've got some new plans for how a new cheating system could work.
0: He, like, um, he rubs his hands together and he goes, that include me?
2: Uh, It would have to include your expertise, yes. It's, I'm so happy to have a friend. <laughs> Especially <I'm>... you, Rudy. <laughs> Rudy's all in on this devil's deal. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you and Kevin,
0: you're inseparable.
2: Yeah, I'm excited to see what we can dig out of Kevin's old work. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure he'll show both of us. <laughs> anyway, I gotta dig into some stuff. I'll catch you later, though. <laughs> see ya, Rudy.
3: Did Saito possess me and kill Kevin? To get close to you.
2: That would be fucking wild.
3: Aron starts fears
1: There's
0: a big concept sheet at home with all arrows pointing to a question mark. Um,
2: <laughs> um, uh, we'll shelve that idea for now, but we'll come back around on it.
3: <laughs> that's going on Rudy's conspiracy board. <laughs>
2: yeah, it is going on Rudy's conspiracy board.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, you get a message from Bavni. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and she goes, uh, uh, art club, full stop.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I text back, um, the 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 panties pervert is coming under our protection. He's going to owe us a big favor. <laughs> you get back a giant question mark <laughs> to that response,
0: and she goes, fine. Yes. And then she finally says, uh, Kevin and I are waiting.
2: Okay. Oh, I don't like this. <laughs> I'm not going to respond to that, but I actually feel better about having Saffron with me when I go to the club today.
0: <laughs> um, we'll flip back to you, Marja. Um, uh, you wake up, um, uh, but it isn't Pavel that wakes you up. Um, it's Professor Cortez. Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes... Um, uh, hey, Marja, Sorry to disturb you.
1: Oh, um, yeah, yes, yes. Um, and sh- what time is it?
0: Um, it is uh, getting on like five o'clock.
1: Have I slept longer than I should have? You
0: like you've slept pretty much for the remainder of class. Okay. Um. Then uh, Cortez says, "Hey. Um. Uh, again, thank you so much for your help today."
1: No, that's like totally okay. Like I'm just here so we can like all get like super good with alchemy. Like, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, uh, uh, Jennifer and I wanted to talk to you about something. Oh, and um, uh, Jennifer's there as well. And Jennifer is Peach's younger sister. Yes. Um, uh, and and she steps forward and she goes, Marja, you you're a genius. Yeah. You don't put it out to the world." <laughs> But you're a genius, and I think there's a place for you with us.
1: Us as in what? Uh, like, specifically?
0: On the principal's list.
1: Do I know what this is? No. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, am sorry. to forgive me. I, like, totally just woke up, obsies. But, like, what?
0: It's, it's like an advanced alchemy class. Think, like, uh, Dead Poets Society, but with reagents.
1: God, I'm so down with O-Captaining My Captaining. I'm down for that, like, alchemy version.
0: We O-Captain My Captain a lot.
1: Oh, my God. Awesome.
0: Uh, Peaches will be there tonight as well. Uh, she's not part of the list, but we're going to bring her along anyway. It's a pretty big night tonight.
1: Oh. Um, out of curiosity, what what time?
0: Um, it's, it's pretty late. If you have a meeting in the morning, it's fine if you can't oh, meet it.
1: Oh, no, 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 that's really fine. I've just got, like, some, um... And she thinks about the quote-unquote date she has with Bartholomew. And she's like, yeah, I probably won't do that. I've just got some, like, study groups to do. But, like, I sh- it should be good. Yeah, 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 totally. This, this sounds
0: Means they usually kick off at about 11 o'clock.
1: Oh, yeah, no, that's, like, totally doable. Is there, like, anything I need to, like, bring or, like, do?
0: Just yourself. Okay, uh, yeah. And a jacket. It's going to be cold totally it gets cold around the waste plant
1: odd meeting choice but sure
0: it's where a lot of our chemical stuff finally ends up
1: yeah that is true
0: anyway i'll see you there right
1: oh yeah yeah no totally and she's just like making a memo in her like um calendar
0: which awesome and then she walks out of the classroom cortez says we really appreciate it if you come along with us
1: like I'll I'll I like once all my like study stuff is done, I'll make sure to like you know, carry my way on down there.
0: And um the, then she walks out as well. You get a message from Rudy.
1: yeah, and I imagine Marja slept through this whole docs video. Thing. oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. like like you you're coming in the tail end of it and like um uh, there is like a money pool for the bounty that is on saffron's head at the moment.
1: Is this immediately obvious the second I, like, turn on my notepad? Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Cool. Okay. Yeah. She just sort of looks at it, and then she looks at the message at Rudy. How – what What time was I supposed to meet? Bartholomew?
0: Uh, 6, 6 p.m. sharp. And it's, like, 5 now, all yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you have a big night.
1: Marja just – Out of curiosity, can Marja still see the photo or the video, I guess, of the the underwear under the bed? Yeah. I I joked earlier that some of them were mine. Are any of them Marja's? Oh, yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. Additionally, there are more images surfacing now as people are slowly uncovering information (laughs) about Saffron. (laughs) (laughs) There are photos of his parents.
1: Oh, shit. It's
0: like photos of like where they live. Cool. There's like speculative locations as to where they might work.
1: Oh, my poor boy, my poor little Safi. Okay, yeah, it no. gets
0: real four uh, chan um, aerial like yep. the trigonometry. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, trying to determine like they're pulling up um, plane tickets and um, a lot of plane tickets. A lot of plane tickets. Um, uh, but that's that's about all the insight you get into Saffron's personal life.
1: I think after seeing, there's there's like two types of like fury. Marjorie's is feeling fury at the fact that there's photos of her underwear everywhere, mm-hmm. which is mm, that's something. That's something. But also, she just she knows saffron didn't do this, and she loathes the fact that someone's doing this to fat saffron because she's like, this is a sweetie. He couldn't do this. <laughs> <laughs> She honestly does not believe you're capable of something like this. Maybe
3: I slept, walked and did it. At this point, I don't know. <laughs> like,
2: Rudy's still 50-50 on that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, maybe he was fully set up, or maybe he just snuck into your room and found that.
1: Because hands down, I, yeah. I firmly believe you were the first friend Marja made on this island. You were absolutely the first friend she made. Aw. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely the first friend she made, because she was like, who looks the most aloof? Aloof? Aloof. Aloof. <laughs> Aloof. You like and then she saw you, Mr. Mr. Mopy McGee, and was like, I want that one. I would be like brooding on the porch <laughs> drinking tea. So, I'm I'm gonna get that one. But yeah, no, so she sort of calculates it in her head and she just starts marching like Kath and Kel, Kath and Kim like speed walking down mm. the, the art club.
0: Do you also join? I mean, do you know? No. No.
3: I guess I would just go home.
2: Yeah, to the dorm. Yeah. Absolutely. The dorm is where I would go to find him. Yeah.
0: I think the two of you meet up there.
2: Uh, Hey, Saffron. Saffron. I need to show you something. You probably haven't seen this because you're (laughs) (laughs) And I pull up the
3: video. You're not trying to dox me, are you? Oh, you have seen it. Cool. Yeah. Not at the best of time, but... Come to the art club with me. What's good going... What's the point of going to the art club? I have to deal with this crisis. It's all right. Maybe I should just tell everyone. You know, about the ghost thing. Let, let's not go that far. I already told Jane. You, what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> let's let us cycle back. Let's do half-truths.
3: Half-truths. <laughs> half-truths. So I That's can half become a ghost.
2: That's full <laughs> truth. We're going to go to the club... Uh, Uh, What people are going to try and do Um, As long as you're uh, Out and walking about People are going to try and go for the social hack Your wallet's going to go missing Someone's going to bump into you We need to get you into the art room So that doesn't happen to you You can find us at RF Encounters on Twitter Or as Real Fantasy Encounters on Facebook We appreciate any support, whether that's leaving a review or telling a friend about us. Thanks for listening and see you next week.